0: Welcome in to the Irish NFL Show, looking ahead to week 5 Sunday, a real, real slate of games. Colin Croner, Brian O'Leary, Mark Cockerell, presented by Cassidy Travel, Ireland's number one travel agent. Check out our bio for more information, and check out the bio link for NFL Game Pass ahead of this weekend, including a game on Sunday, uh, the Giants against the Packers in Londres, in London town. Um, anyone on that 6am flight on Sunday morning from Dublin, buy your boy a coffee, roughly F. Okay, we're going to jump in to the first game we're going to talk about and that is Kenny Pickett and the Pittsburgh Steelers <laughs> Woo, going up against the Buffalo Bills. Column, talk me around. How can the Steelers win this game on Sunday? Does Josh Allen need to uh, sleep in, um, fall asleep or is there any situation in which you can see the Steelers going to Buffalo and winning?
1: well it's any it's any given sunday and this year has been the year of parity more than any others i mean the, we've one unbeaten team in in the league um certainly it's it's an enormous ask and um you know g- given that this is not um a, a Steelers team of old i think probably too big of an ask. but um you may have well have discussed kenny bigot on monday's show um that it wasn't on but i actually i really liked him on on sunday um i thought obviously look he he throws 13 passes not a single one of them hits the ground three end up in the opposition's uh, arms. I thought one of them was a bad pick, like a really bad decision from him. I thought one was 50-50. I thought thought his receiver probably could have done more. I thought he went down the field. I don't think Mitchell T is ever making that throw. And the other is a Hail Mary at the end of the game. What what are you essentially going to do? You throw it up and you you see what happens. But his other 10 passes were completions and he ran for two touchdowns. He was infinitely more dynamic than Mitchell Trubisky infinitely more who, um, you know, uh, looked uh, like the uh, proverbial uh, bulldog licking, uh, you know, what in the dressing room afterwards, um, which I can't imagine will have uh, pleased uh, Mike, Mike Tomlin. But they're going up for me against a Bills side who I didn't. I thought the Bills would be too beat up last week, but they found a way and to come back and to beat the Ravens. And that is the sign of a really good team. When you can win when um, you know your everything is essentially going against you, and you still find a way to to come back uh, and win. I think that is uh, a really good sign for the Bills, not surprising. Um, They have lots of players still to come back. And even though they're still a little bit banged up, I think they'll have enough to overcome the, the Steelers.
0: Brian, I, have to, I do have to shout out Richard Chambers and the Bolivian national team play It's something like 11,000 foot and it's apparently a nightmare away game. Back to the talk. Thanks, Richard. Back to the talk on the Bills against the Cedars. What's your thoughts, Brian? I'm presuming going on your jersey selection this evening, you're going for the Steelers.
2: No, Michael, I won't be going for the Steelers. I'll be going for the Bills. And uh, I've seen the, the betting line and this is 14 points, so that's that's fair. Like Sometimes you look at the betting line the and the handicap, and you're like, that doesn't sound right. That doesn't seem a bit distorted. Not in this case. Um, I felt Kenny Pickett should have started from the start of the season. Um, he was on a hiding, did nothing, going in last week at halftime, and he still played played really well. ESPN put some great coverage this week from behind, the camera behind the drives, and you could see the difference in terms of his mobility in the pocket, his awareness in the pocket, compared to compared to uh trubisky there were shown samples of similar plays and where he got the ball off and he completed passes but right now their best player in terms of reception is their tight end um Friar-Milt. i think that's the way in which it's pronounced and um, they're not getting a lot from any other players uh, pickens had a little bit of an upward turn last weekend 102 yards of six receptions but they're struggling as harris is only up for 200 yards over the course of four games one touchdown he hasn't progressed from what we saw last year i think maybe that's to do with the struggles as well on the offensive line I can't see anything other than a Bills victory. That was a significant win win for the Bills last week, comes Right? They were down so many players, and yet they found a way to come back from 17 points against a team that most teams, most people feel, will challenge them for the playoffs. tends to be in the Super Bowl, certainly the championship game, come January. So I can't see anything. And Bills are at home, you know, Bills Mafia. It's it's gonna be a difficult day. It's gonna be a huge, steep learning curve for Kenny Pickett come Sunday.
3: Uh, Michael, I think gambling officially started when Adam turned around to God and said, "I bet, I bet she won't eat that apple. I bet she won't eat that apple." Of course, God won that bet. Ever since that, it's a time immemorial. There has never been a surer bet or a surer thing than the Bills beating the Steelers this weekend. Since betting and spreads were ever, you know, tracked, let's say yeah, in indeed. the NFL, you're the yourself out have there. <laughs> no, no, no. But, I mean, Steeler has never, the Steelers have never been a 14-point underdog in any game in their history that we've had betting spreads for. I, uh, 13.5 points to Dallas in um, Super Bowl in the 70s was as bad as it's been, and they lost that by 10. They're, they're not a good team. Kenny Pickett, I don't think they've seen them up. success. i said it before. I don't think that Tomlin's actually given him the best opportunity to succeed in relation to this. And the Bills. Rightly called out, coming back you know, against the Ravens with a very tough run of Dolphins versus Ravens. I don't know, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe this is a trap game. Maybe the Bills are going to take their foot off the gas and it's a classical trap game. They're looking past the Steelers. But I think the betting lines are right. I think this is a one-way traffic. I think the Bills at home, with the defense they've got, especially with the offense they've got, have more than enough to handle the Steelers. And Mike Tomlin, look, Mike is an amazing coach but he will be doing something. I mean, like he probably had a better team when he had Doc Hodges. Wasn't it Doc Hodges? Wasn't it in 20, you know, you know, a quarterback filling in for Rothersburger a few, few times. Um, I just remember Doc. Doc, Doc, Park. Doc, Doc Hodges. Yeah. 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 Doc Hodges. I mean, like he's had some bad teams. He's brought to an eight and eight record somehow. If he does this, the man should be beatified. Like it will truly be two miracles in one to get this team to 500. So bills for me all the way, Michael.
0: How do you follow that? Uh, I'll follow it with this. This game will be over by the half. uh, And you'll see Mitchell Trubisky in the middle of the third quarter on the field. for Steelers. Kenny Pickett will not be able to cope in Buffalo. But will he go through a metaphorical table? Potentially. He won't finish the game. God help him. The wee path. Um, Steelers' defence will hold him for maybe the first quarter. Josh Allen will sling it down the field. Four passing touchdowns. Two rushing touchdowns. Four sevens. 28th, 35, 42 to 3, final. This is not even a remote exercise. And like Mark went as far as saying it was a bigger lock than Adam and Eve and then said, oh, well, it could be a trap game. It's not going to be a trap game. It's not going to happen. The, the Steelers are not going to Buffalo and winning. Get it out of your mind. If you're going to potentially bet in the Steelers, take your money, fire it into an envelope and send it to me because you might as well. You're be better off. There's no point. Um, I said I have the Bears picking first this year next year in the draft I'm very close uh, no, to changing don't. that no. no 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 this team is poor very poor I mean look at their game against the Patriots that was one of the worst games I've ever watched so no See, and you know I this, had this discussion the other day and I don't want to be a, a deadbeat downer lads there are some very very poor teams in this league this season more so than usual, and the slate of games this Sunday in the early window, post-London. Not great, and this is not a good game, and I'll not be watching it. Is it on TV?
2: This game? Yeah. No, I don't believe so. Good. That's all I have to say.
1: If you're a Steelers fan watching this, and you are looking for a little bit of hope, I saw a tweet earlier from Missy Matthews and from NFL Research. The Steelers um, rookie QB, obviously, we know Kenny Pickett. It's his first career start going up against the number one pass defense. The last rookie QB to beat the number one pass defense on their first career start. Big Ben Roethlisberger back in 2004. So if you're looking for if you're looking for a sign, I think we've all said the Bills are going to win, but if you're a Steelers fan looking for a sign, maybe that's it.
3: So I mean, if him, if like, your Jamal was your darling, do you know what I mean? Like, I mean, yeah, she... so Colin, I think I called out on the Monday show that uh, when B- Rothersberger came in in relief of Tommy Maddox in 2004, he threw two inceptions, but then won his next 15 regular season starts. So you know, Steelers fans, it can be done. It can be done.
2: Let's let's be fair as well. Like Their defense, like it's not like they've been blown out in any game. I know that obviously the level of, in terms of the competition, is going to go up a level this come Sunday, and, and the Bills put up a lot of points on most teams when they play at home. But by and large, with the exception maybe of the second half against the Browns on that Thursday night, their defense has been very solid this year. So... let's not underestimate Tomlin scheming defensively to find a way to stop Josh Allen or at least keep him in check we're saying it's going to be a blowout I'm saying it's going to be a comfortable win I'm not at the 42 point level that Michael seems to be at the moment I'm thinking more around 27-7 something along those lines because the Bills have bigger games to come will they be going all guns blazing to keep putting scores up I'm not sure I think you might find a scenario where they'll ease off come the late 2 or 4 quarter we saw Josh Allen a couple of weeks back be taking out a game when they were comfortably winning against the titans um on the monday night football we could see a similar scenario again where he's taking out a game and allowed the game just to phase out
3: um just before we go off this michael i need to ask colin a question colin should i should i help Steelers fans by reverse cursing the game no let's move on no no no, no. i'm going to re- just no. reverse curse very quickly michael it doesn't matter if it's mitch trubisky it doesn't matter <laughs> if it's kenny Pickett. It wouldn't matter if it was Jesus Christ himself at quarterback this Sunday. The Steelers are going to lose to the Bills. And the last two times I've used that line, the exact opposite has occurred. So that's my gift to the Steelers fans this weekend.
0: Bills have got the Chiefs and the Packers over the next two weeks after this. Very difficult game against the Chiefs. We'll come back on Monday and talk about the Packers. Mmm. The next game we're going to talk about is uh oh here we go. The Chargers going up against the Cleveland Browns uh, in the early window. Um Column, I picked the Falcons last week and I'll do my Nigel Farage moment. You all laughed at me. Well, you're not laughing now. I don't get this Browns team without Deshaun Watson, and even if he is there, he hasn't played in like two years and he can't he can only run the ball so much. Um, what did the Browns have to do? I said, running the ball to beat the Chargers on Sunday. Uh,
1: that's pro- that's really what they they have to do is essentially run run all over them and and stop the the Chargers' um, run game, um, which was so ineffective up until um, la- last week. Like who? I think you could ask the question about both of these sides: who are the Browns and and who are the Chargers? Um, I, I don't think either of them really has uh, their identity figured out um as as yet um, the the thing I, I suppose for me though is with the the browns talked about Nick Chubb last week um when i when I look at this the the browns are given up um nearly seven yards um per pass. And the Browns have played Baker Mayfield, Joe Flacco, Mitchell T, who um, I just disparaged and have disparaged many times on this show, and Mariota last week. Um, Mariota is the best of, of those QBs. And when you've given up when you're that, that sort of yardage to put that collection, that's enormously concerning when you are going to be facing um, Justin Herbert. Um, I'm, I, 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 don't know if Mark is going to have, I'm sure there may well be a joke from Mark surely about a good week for the chargers given the EU's decision to mandate, uh, that all chargers have to be the same by the end of 2024. Um, uh, surely there'll be something coming up. Uh, but for, for me, I think the the chargers will win this. Uh, I think the Browns, uh, ha- have a lot of figuring out to, to do. And, um, Jacoby's doing what he can but it is a, a ship that looks kind of rudderless at the moment
2: um, I think I made my thoughts very clear on Brandon Staley didn't I on Monday's show about how he just seemed to be able to put this defence back together despite numerous changes in the off-season, they're still struggling they gave up 24 points to the Texans the other day um, their run game in here, of their run defence still hasn't Materializing in terms of getting it back together from what we saw last year, I think during the top the, sorry, the worst three in the league last year to stop the run <coughs> alongside the Steelers, for example. <coughs> Excuse me, and they're going up against Jubb, who has 459 yards, five touchdowns this season, and they got the complement of Hunt. Last weekend, in fairness for the Browns, they were missing some significant players on defense, which lended a hand in terms of how they lost that game. Miles Garrett was out, Clowney was out, Bow are, are back, expected to play. Huge uplift for him this week. Greedy Williams, great player, cornerback, has come off the IR. He's going to play this weekend and you're saying about is it, is it going to be all the run game well in the first part of last week and Mary Cooper had four games in a row plus 100 yards touchdown game he's, um, he's building up a good, uh, a good relationship with Jacoby and right now I just don't trust the Chargers they're just they blow hot and cold and this one could be a cold one because it could be a cold day in Cleveland on Sunday so I think the Browns are going to win they'll in on the run game and they'll find a way to get over the line Um i think they'll be the charged defense again that's them down and everybody will have a good game they'll probably find ways to put points up but um i still think the browns will do enough to win the game
3: colin you think i'm gonna make a pun about the usbc or something like
0: that no no i wouldn't have <laughs> that, anything that, that the is the stupidest Charters. rule ever by the way what why why do so we have I, to now have different?
1: I, I'm, I'm, sorry, I'm, all in favor.
0: Like no. it, it, having. They won't sell them anymore with their phones. You'll have to go and buy one separately. And like, oh, no.
1: Apple, Apple, we're going to do that in anyway eventually. Given what they've already taken from us.
3: Oh, uh, welcome everyone to Technology Weekly, where we discuss developments. In, Not even our phone chargers. <laughs> um, Adrian,
1: Adrian Rettler will be on next week's show. <laughs> <laughs> so, um. No,
3: I wouldn't make a, a, a pun about that, but you know, I try and to think, who was the god of lightning? So Zeus was the god of lightning, and then he divided the world along with his brothers Hades and Poseidon into their three realms. Um, the Chargers, therefore, a Zeus. They can throw thunderbolts at any point. Justin Herbert still, to my mind, throws the prettiest deep ball in the NFL, but the problem is they've still got people locked up in the underworld with Hades. They don't have the longest injury list, but they've probably got the most impactful uh Slater's on IR uh but Bo- um Bosa's on IR sorry yeah it is Bosa sorry I was trying to think of which Bosa is it Joey or Nick because i was trying to remember who they played for Joey's on I- uh, IR um and they still got Keenan Allen's questionable and uh Hopkins is questionable in relation to the game like they're four very impactful players we're not talking about the back end of the 53 here we're talking about players that make a difference and Frankly, they're still trying to figure themselves out, as you rightly allude to, and they're still trying to work through some of those key missing pieces. So that deals with Zeus, that deals with Hades. Well, what am I talking about with Poseidon and the watery piece? Well, you know, you've got to wade your way through water. And the problem is, the Chargers' running game is like it's going not just through water, through treacle. They are abysmal running, even with the talent of Austin Eckler there. So they're a one-dimensional team on offense. And yes, the Browns have played less than a murderer's row. But when you're playing an opponent who is averaged three times more yards per um, game than you have, and you have a questionable run defense, I totally get where Brian's coming from, the idea that the Browns can control this game, they control it with a run, they control it with a clock, and they can control it with a defense. That is it's perennially top five, top 10 in the NFL and continues to help them dominate games. But here's the rubber I agree with, Colin. Look who they've played so far. They have not played a quarterback of the level of Justin Herbert with the skill set of the Chargers overall. And one of these teams will be in contention at the end of the season and will get some of their key players back from injury and will win this game and go on to continue their march to the playoffs. That, for me, is going to be the Chargers and not the Browns.
0: I like the run game and I like what the, the Browns have done under circumstances in which they... Let me just rephrase that. I like what the team has done in terms of the players. In terms of grouping together in difficult times at the start of the season, I do not like the management or the ownership structure there in any way, shape, or form. I do do not endorse that at all. Um, I think they've done very, very well to get to the point they are in now. The problem that I see is they're just as inconsistent as the Chargers. They let thirty-one points in against the Jets. Yeah, they can run the ball all they want, but that defense will stop them for the Chargers on Sunday. I would go as far as saying that I think that Nick Chubb. And Kareem Hunt will rush together for under 110 yards on Sunday. Maximum one rush touchdown. And I think they'll struggle against the Chargers team that will come out. They need to win. They have to win. You've got a massive AFC West matchup on Monday night. And, and Herbert will fire that ball down the field like a god that Mark mentioned. Zeus or Homer, not Homer Simpson or whoever you want to mention. Herbert's just too good that's the reality of it if he can get the run game together they'll win well i do think it will be close and um, i've got the charges winning by a touchdown